The film world has changed. We feel it in the eyes. I hear it in our soul. We know it in our hearts. Much of these works won't soon be forgotten, for their influence is great in all who remember them. everyone and welcome to a special episode of media review pod my name is richard santiago and today i'm dropping this minisode as an appetizer for what's to come in the next few weeks it is december and that can only mean one thing it's time to revisit the lord of the rings movie trilogy once more Look, I don't know about you guys, but I will forever associate these movies with winter and snow and the smells of of spices and a warm cup of cocoa in front of a logwood fire. Yeah, to me, these are my Christmas movies. Of course, we have Home Alone and Elf and A Christmas Story and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But I I feel like these movies fulfill those needs as well. Um, and every year, as the cold winds of fall and winter start creeping in, I get the urge. Much like Frodo with the ring, I just get the urge to watch these movies again. So what? You might be asking, why why is this guy bringing up this obscure ritual he has? We all have kinks. Why is he airing all his dirty laundry? Well, well, well. It so happens that today... It is December the 19th of the year 2021. A Sunday, if that makes any difference. And today marks the 20th anniversary of the release of The Fellowship of the Ring in theaters here in the United States. And, you know, I would just like to commemorate this event because to me, well, to me, this trilogy of films is just an achievement in cinema of the highest caliber. Taking on the monumental task of adapting a beloved fantasy story and making it a satisfying epic that retain the essence, the uh, the spirit of the original text. It's, it's it's almost like witnessing a miracle. Seriously, like the the Lord of the Rings novel was written by J.R.R. Tolkien and was broken up into three tomes: the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, and the Return of the King. This is how the movies were also broken up, although they were all filmed at once, back to back. Now, the movies, written by Peter Jackson, Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, and Stephen Sinclair, and directed by Peter Jackson himself, they have a very interesting story of how they came to be. Because, believe it or not, these films almost weren't made. And the story 
of that fateful pitch meeting at New Line Cinema with Bob Shea is the stuff of legends now. It's it's a legend that I will paraphrase now to the best of my recollection. So picture this. A project that has been in pre-production for several years now. A studio that has invested about $20 million without having a single frame of the movie shot. And a production crew with Peter Jackson at the helm with their last shot at making the movie they want to make treading at the edge of a knife. Now, after Miramax decided that they couldn't make the two movies they had agreed to do with Peter Jackson, well, actually, it was Disney that they didn't want to do, but that's too much inside baseball. Never mind. Anyway, so um, so Miramax, they, they put the project on a turnaround, which is a fancy way of saying that they just allowed the producers to shop around to see if any other studios were interested and would be willing to reimburse Miramax with the $20 million that they had already invested. So after many attempts, the producers just could not find a studio willing to pony up the money and still invest in a two-picture deal. Because yes, in the beginning, they were only making two movies. Now, after all their alternatives were spent, they had one final pitch meeting at New Line Cinema, and they knew that they had to kill it in the room or just go home empty-handed. Now, the legend goes like this. For the pitch, they had prepared a sizzle reel, a pseudo-documentary about the making of the movies. In it, the entire crew at the moment were interviewed as if the movies were being made, and they included effect shots that they were planning on using, and also some of the shots of props and sets that they had already made. Now, after the pitch was over, the producers were, you know, they were ready to pack up their bags and leave, especially after Bob Shea, who was the CEO of New Line, he said, I don't get it. Why would anyone want to make two movies about this? Now, with their hearts broken, the producers sat in silence, already mourning their loss and thinking about how they were going to break the news to the rest of the crew. But then, right after Bob Shea said that, he followed it with, it's three books, right? Why not make three movies? And with that began the tumultuous production of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, as well as the tumultuous relationship between Bob Shea and Peter Jackson. But that's another story. Now, it was a risky gamble that New Line played with a basically unknown director and a production that was all the way over in New Zealand, but it eventually paid off. The movies grossed more than $2.9 billion worldwide, and in total, they took home 17 Academy Awards. And now, 20 years later, we look back at that amazing accomplishment. The adaptation of a timeless tale into what I believe is an unforgettable cinematic experience. And it's, it's funny. Here I am talking to all of you about these films and thinking that we are as far away from the Lord of the Rings trilogy as we were in 1997 from the original Star Wars trilogy. Now, back then, that felt like eons ago. 
but of course, Star Wars came out in theaters before I was born. So to 1997, me, 20 years felt like a long ass time. But anyway, I, I digress. I come to you now at the turn of the tide to invite you to join me as I explore in a series of podcast episodes how the Lord of the Rings movies revolutionize certain aspects of filmmaking. And of course, I'm not going to be doing this alone. I will have different guests for each episode. And we will be delving into things like adapting the epic to the screen, the mesmerizing visual effects, the music, the visual style, and a bunch of other stuff. So for all of you who love and respect the stories Tolkien created, for all who fell in love with them, either with the films or before, and for those of you who've yet to experience the wonders of Middle-earth, come along and join us. Join us for this celebration. I'll be sharing my experiences with the novels and the films and how a bit of chance curiosity blossomed into an indescribable fascination with the entire lore within the pages of Tolkien's works. Now, doing this series of podcast episodes have brought back a bunch of awesome memories you know, it's it's like remembering a first date. A good one. A good one. Every now and again, you, you just go back and think about it. And you start just putting pieces together so you won't forget. Now, talking about these movies just brings me joy. So, I do hope that along the way with these episodes, you will be able to appreciate all the beauty and magic I see in this groundbreaking trilogy. So, please... Stay tuned to our podcast feed where you will see episodes drop and connect with us. We, we love to hear your feedback. Just find us on Facebook and Twitter at Media Review Pod. That's Media R-E-V-U-E Pod. Send an email at MediaReviewPod at gmail.com or you can call and leave a voicemail at 407-603-5847. Now, the road goes ever on and on and on it you might find trolls orcs wizards ants and elves but no matter the distance or the dark times you will surely face always keep good company rely on your loved ones and of course don't forget to breathe till next time have a good one bye bye